Warning, the following podcast contains strong language which some listeners may find offensive. You are tuned in to the Untitled Wrestling Podcast, hosted by Troy, Jay and Aaron. There we go. I heard one. Hello, and welcome <laughs> to another episode of our AW Dynamite review. My name is Jay. We are, as always, joined by Aaron, and again, making his return after one week, just like a WWE injury angle, it's Ben Jackson from Top Rope. How are you doing, Ben? I put man up in a lot of weight as long as CM Punk was when he walked out with the title after Money in the Bank. <laughs> But I'm back <laughs> to, hold, to hold it up whilst living colour plays in the background. Da, 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 da. Aaron, what about yourself? You alright, mate? Say this um, like we've not been just doing yeah. a podcast a minute ago. From, <laughs> from five minutes ago, yeah, I'm perfect. Fucking <laughs> okay, hell, pulling the curtain back here. Right, <gasps> so... It's the real so curtain call. Before, before we start, a couple, um, couple of plugs. Firstly, obviously, Top Row Brew and Ben's Brewery. They do wrestling-themed beer. Ben, do you want to talk about it for a sec? Uh, we do wrestling-themed beer. Go buy some. Yeah. Topperbrewing.com. We've got nice I'm ones. I'm currently drinking a can of their vanilla ice cream pale ale, Cold Stone Cream Austin. It is a delight. Um, they seem to have fucked up my delivery. I've got a glass <laughs> ball that has... You've actually got the corona. The, sa- the same name as a disease that's going <laughs> on. <up> it. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, yeah. <laughs> that went well. Um... And the other one, yeah. big shout I out to... I ordered too late, by the way. I ordered too late. It's my bad. I apologise. <laughs> <laughs> Another one, big shout out to... Um, we are doing an AEW podcast right now. We're not the only people who do it. We're not even the only one with Scousers on it. Um, grapple with this, the AEW podcast uh, by Murphy Rhodes. If you just search that on all things podcasts are on, it'll be given other point of view. Um, probably more professional than we do, um, but that's why you love us. Um, so let, without bit further ado, let's start the show. Um, start off with FTR and Jurassic Express in a non-title match. If Jurassic Express win, they get a shot at the title. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Jurassic Express come out. The young cold, op- the, the cold open again, by the way, for the second week in a run. Yeah. yeah. It was a good open. I'm not complaining. Good open. I had technical difficulties, so I, I only saw half of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so the books come out, super kick the referee, and then he just literally walks the back to Tony. Very, very nonchalantly as well. Like they yeah, very, sort of... yeah I, I got kind of like, kind of a vibe of like Bret Hart in the um, mid-90s when he was doing the whole thing with Vince. Um, get, get that belly and do it to this podcast. Just... Get that? No. <laughs> no, Fuck but you, you, <laughs> you, you see what I mean? Um, yeah. Kind of like going, all right, there you go. There's we just they literally just pull what the cash out the back pocket and throw with it, Tony. Which was baller AF, right by the way. Um, throw, a mo- throw a money at fanboy attire, Tony can on the way. Yeah. Nobody <laughs> <laughs> <money> mark himself. <laughs> um, not to be confused with the radio DJ from. Um, or radio producer from Boston, the Vince Russo tag on Twitter the other way. We, <laughs> um, 
So where are we? Yeah, as as they're walking away, FTR is stood there with Tully, and uh, Cash goes, "How's the elite boys?" Or something along those lines, and they walk out to the ring. <laughs> no, before they come out, they go, "At least you picked on someone your own size, eh?" <laughs> 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 I knew they'd said something else. I forgot to write that down. Right. You got that. At least you um, fix it for one on your own size. Yeah, match starts. Um, Jungle Boy with the gets the early advantage. There's loads of arm drags on both members. Uh, then Luchasaurus comes in. Uh, Cash knocks Jungle Boy off the apron. They double team Luchasaurus, and he then he eventually retakes control. Jungle Boy again is too quick for FTR. Double Rana, which looked awesome. And then FDR eventually slow things down and it gets more to their pace. Um, it was nice to see in this match the tag ropes were being used and commented on by the, by the commentary team. As um, is Tony said at some point, Tony said at some point, gravity jerking him round by his hair. And then JR goes, that's going to upset every female competitor in AEW. For fuck's sake. <laughs> how's, how's he's the retired. <laughs> I don't Just understand. Firstly, JR needs to go. Um, I love him. He's a treasure, but for fuck's sake. Um, yeah, I loved him. Um, just before the hot tag, like, um, Luchasaurus was getting all fired up and he was like pacing up and down on the side of the ring and then he just diligently walked back and picked up the tag rope ready to make his tag. Yeah, FTR are wearing down Jungle Boy. They hit an assisted front suplex which looked fucking amazing. So, was it that Cash popped Jungle Boy up and then Dax went under and caught him and then went down with a front suplex? Yeah, yes. there was a couple of really good chunky double team moves yeah. by, by FTR in this match. Yeah. There was a lot. Was FTR that, are very... There like, was that lovely like, gut bust that they did where they like, picked him up and dropped him on the other guy's knee. Um, that was really yeah. nice. They did, they did that spot, didn't they, in the uh, Hangman Kenny match where they kept doing like old wrestling... Uh, finishes yeah. like they did a couple of Steiner brothers moves. They did so, some stuff like that in this match as well. JR um, said when he was talking about FTR in this match, he, he used the phrase "no wasted momentum, no wasted movement," and it, it sort of described this style really well. And it contrasts really, really well with Jurassic Express. So like the FTR are very mm. safe, very, very sort of map based, hard hitting, and then obviously Jungle Boy, Lucasaurus are much more high risk, jumping, flipping, and they they mesh and have a really good match together. Every everything. Um, He's just said exactly what I thought too, so... <laughs> yeah. Every, everything FTR does seems to kind of, like, gel well with all the other, like, guys who... Because a lot of the other teams in AEW are high-flying, and it, it is a really nice sort of, like, marriage of styles. These I, guys I just they just wrestle like they're trying to win a wrestling match. That's that's what the, whole, that's the, the whole gimmick, it's just guys yeah, who are trying to win. The whole gimmick is <laughs> it's not pre- pretty. They're just going to fucking bat you. Um... I, yeah, oh, Marco, I liked Marco uh, Marco Stone shouting at Tully telling him stay on your side old man <laughs> which was which is <laughs> quite nice Marco Stone's fucking brilliant <laughs> um, yeah the, so we get Jungle Boy um, after that hits a clothesline hot tags Luchasaurus he takes both members of FTR out with kicks thro- throws Cash like presses Cash into Dax and then he choke, does a chokeslam moonsault combo on, da- on Cash for a two nah. count Every time he hits that choke slam and it just slaps after them, oh, yeah, just a little bit comes out in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> just little noises, um, little things like that, you know. I, I love Luchasaurus, he's one of my favorite people in AEW. Um, every time he gets great. tucked in, I just want to see him kick people in the face, like forever. Yeah, and <laughs> e- even, 
even um, like later in this match, so FTR do loads of double team moves on Luchasaurus, and then eventually he gets the hot tag on Jungle Boy. That was a nice little thing where they were talking about Jung- uh, Luchasaurus being the, the hot tag guy and Jungle Boy being the guy who gets beaten up, and then the roles were, uh, roles were reversed a bit. Easy for me to say after a few beers. Um, Kayfabe, you're sober, professional. <laughs> ah, Kayfabe, I'm fucking hammered. <laughs> <laughs> Last week I broke kayfabe when I, I was like drinking coffee during the podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, after this, Jungle Boy makes the hot tag. Luchasaurus kicks both members of FTR and then Jungle Boy is like getting all the shit in. And then the, it, it felt a lot longer than it probably was. It was definitely for a couple of minutes where there was loads of roll-up attempts by Jungle Boy on both members of FTR. I felt like they were kind of trying to like foreshadow to something down the line. Yeah, it, it, felt like, it felt like for a good like a couple of minutes all Jungle Boy did was hit roll-ups and like the odd punch. Yeah, well, exactly. we're, we're, we declared this last week as finisher as a roll-up. Yeah. but that, yeah. His finisher it just is, got kicked out of constantly. It was a really <laughs> it was a really good bit of foreshadowing leading up to the actual finish of the match though. Um, so, which we'll talk about now. Um, Luchasaurus die, goes to do like a crossbody on Cash outside the ring Cash moves and he literally kills all the jobbers at ringside and himself, apparently. Um, Jungle Boy hits Dax Cash and then as he goes in, he goes to Sunset Flip Dax. Dax kind of like drops down and he reaches out and Tully and Cash hold his hands. His body's blocking the rest of you. He's just looking at the shoulders. Three count, FTR wins. Um, I thought this was a brilliant match. Well, it was like a chain as opposed to both of them holding the hands. It was like um, Dax had Cash, Cash had Tully. Like, mm. they were just... <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I thought this was brilliant. I don't, I don't think this is the last time we're going to see these two face. I think this might be the start of a feud we've got. We've got yeah, here. I mean, they, they kept the finish, like, dusty, didn't they? So there's, there's it, like... Yeah, they protected the shit out of um, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Um I, I was actually talking to someone on a forum about this a couple of days ago where um, they were like saying, oh yeah, like the same teams lose all the time, like Private Party and Jurassic Express. And as long as they look like they yeah. they, they stand, stood a chance and if it was a different day, they could have won the match. I'm okay with that. Um, and this was certainly the case where Jurassic Express looked like they were going to win. I don't think it's the time for FTR to lose anything anytime soon. Definitely not. I feel no. I feel like they won with like enough fuckery that they could get a, a rematch out of it. Yeah, and the two teams with great chemistry. They, they were like FTR are really good at cutting the ring in half. They do that a couple of times where they do that slide around to sort of stop Jungle Boy. I mean, FTR had great matches with Enzo and Cass in NXT and yeah. Jurassic Express at ten times. The, the, the wrestlers that Enzo and Cass were, you know, the, yeah, they're like Enzo and Don't Cass. Don't disrespect Enzo. Oi. Hey, 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 hey! He takes a mean bump through gimmick table. I'll give him that. But <laughs> yeah. we 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 were addressing him um, talking shop mania two before Ben. Oh, good. That will be Aye. definitely getting reviewed on the podcast. Don't I, need some, I, need, I need to get some more beer from the brewery before I watch that when it comes out. <laughs> I watched out hungover. We'll, we'll trust me. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna attempt to do a watch along for that. Oh, um, nice. I don't, I'll because do it's on it, a Friday yeah. night. Yeah, I can't be it's, on a, it's on a Friday night, so we can all do it. Uh, um, the only thing is, um, is uh, getting Troy a stream for it. 
Um, so anyway, after, before Troy shows us, carry on. Eat up. Yeah. <laughs> after the break, um, Mahadi has been attacked. Jericho comes in and says, and, oh, private party still the room. Uh, Alex Marvez, the little gone. Quote time, before that happens, just after the match, you know, ladies and gentlemen, FTR's tentacles stretch out and embrace so many tag teams at the feet and hands. Good old JR. <laughs> Showing us what he's really into. Showing what he's into. I mean, I'm not JR, JR is the Trojan, if you know, you know. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so, so Mahadi's dead. Like, and then Mahadi. Jericho, uh, Jericho comes in. And Jericho comes in, and he's still holding the baseball bat. The bat, and he goes, <laughs> he goes, oh, that might need amputating, and just starts laughing and walks off. So you're not um, the luckiest wrestler in the world this week, are you? I've, yeah, yeah. I, I've got a problem with this. It was a bit. They don't mention it later on, at all. Bundy? Oh, really? I didn't even notice that. Not in the show about Matt Hardy. Nothing said it doesn't, about it doesn't, Matt. It doesn't factor into the to the private party Jericho. It, does, it doesn't in, come in up at all. E- even the way private party were, say, looking it, at them and the way they were fighting, they were just having yeah. a normal match. It, they, came it out, felt, they came out real confidently. Um, I think it was more a case of to just get Hardy off TV for a bit. It felt like it was more mind games than anything, wasn't it? Um, but it's then to get him off TV... He literally did this fucking speech last week where he said, oh, I'm going home to recoup. Yeah. And he's back. Be 100%. I mean, we got, to um, see, we got to see shit eating Jericho, and that's like, you know, my favourite Jericho. So yeah. it, it, it wasn't a total waste. Well, he was an absolute, absolute gobshite. <laughs> I will say. Um, after this, we've got Kenny Omega on commentary for Hangman Page versus Kazarian. I tell you what, Kenny Omega's, Kenny Omega's a fine human being and a great man, but he's no Chris Jericho on commentary. No. He's no Dolph Ziggler in comment, um, do they? <laughs> <laughs> Stick to EW about it. Keep that fella the AW podcast. That's I mean, he was fine, you know. He, um, was, but he's, he's just, he's just a bit, he's just a bit dry. I, he's just a bit. I enjoyed it. I really I, enjoyed I, it. I actually thought it served the purpose. They were obviously the whole point of Kenny being on commentary was him to tease that he's turned heel and to kind of foreshadow the fact that regardless of the fact they're the number one ranked team there will not be a rematch for the tag titles he doesn't want it he's not interested in a team we, in Hangman we also, when, Hangman, well, Hang, well, when Hangman came out the little graphic said no longer in a tag team so they've just yeah. done that like they're number one ranked <laughs> team but they're not in a tag team yeah but it's to add to the story I think um, I, I know so but... as, as Hangman's as Hangman's entering he pauses and kind of looks awkwardly and sadly at Kenny um, oh, that that hurt, man. That was that was upsetting. Yeah. Um, starts off lots of chain wrestling. Really. Oh, fucking, can, we, can we also just really quick? Kaz doesn't age. No, no. He looks not. younger now than he did when he was in fucking WWE on Velocity. Um, <laughs> uh, loads of loads of chain wrestling. They kind of play up the fact that Kaz has got more experience than um, Hangman, and like he keeps he keeps like figuring out. When they're doing like chain wrestling, Kaz is always like getting the upper hand on him. It's always like a bit more like, as I say, wily veteran is what they kept alluding to him as. Um, well, at the very start of the match, Kenny talks about being offered a tag match versus SEU instead of the singles match, but Kenny yeah. refused it. Interestingly, um, they said it was against Kaz and Scorpio, not Kaz and Chris Daniels. 
I didn't even pick that up. I just put which it here. It was weird because they kind of make they're making the point that Sky's going his own way a little bit, which I thought was even giving his own entrance no, music. No, yeah. he, he's going to Team Cody. He's not going his own way. <laughs> he's going to a he's different going stable. Way. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hang, in this match, Hangman, Hangman hit an incredible pump handle Death Valley driver. Yes, which I really liked. And yes. then, to be fair, Kenny, Kenny started commenting, saying like, "Oh, you know, I haven't seen that move in years. He's he's really reaching deep into the yeah. toolbox." And um, the whole match, Kenny kept like alluding that Hangman was struggling without Kenny to come in to like tag in and make save the match for them. Um, Literally, I, I was doing everything, <laughs> defending the tight whilst defending the titles. I was yeah. on doing everything. Yeah. Um, they kept bringing up to Kenny as well. Oh yeah, you're you're still a number one ranked tag team. Like, and Kenny was like, yeah, I, I I'm not a tag team wrestler. I'm a singles guy. And yeah. Hangman's a singles guy. Um, there was a bit later on in the match. Um, Kazarian hits a springboard. DDT gets a two counts. Goes for an unprettier. Hangman reverses it into a backslide. Kicks out. Gets the unprettier. And then Hangman kicked out just at just like like two and three quarters. And Kenny was kind of like laughing and going. Oh, Hangman almost lost there. And they're like, are you laughing? And he's like, oh, well, um, I just thought it would have been funny if Hangman had lost. It's like, okay, here we it, go. It's usually a time I'd do the save, but he kicked out himself for once. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a lot a lot of this match, as I say, was Kenny bringing up, how, oh, yeah, well, if this was a tag match. They even did a bit where Hangman was like, he just kicked out and then he kind of just got Kazarian like on the ropes and Kazarian was like in the corner and then he turned and looked to the other corner and no one was there I thought that was like really nice and he was like see he's looking for me I'm not there I'm here I'm a singles guy Um, that I like I we're definitely getting Hangman and Kenny at all out uh, full gear sorry uh, I like the way they're kind of doing this Um that Hangman's desperate to keep the friendship and Kenny's just like, oh, fuck off. Um, <laughs> Hangman goes for a buckshot attempt. Kazarian re- reverses it into a cutter, which looked great. Um, yeah. Then Kaz hits a springboard, goes for a springboard. Hangman catches him and hits a set-up powerbomb, which again, looked amazing. Yeah, that was sick. Uh, the, <laughs> the, the last like two minutes of this match was fucking awesome. Um Hangman keep like has three attempts at the book shot the first so, one. So this this bit right. This this was this was a little bit weird. It was like he kept trying to set Kazo for the book shot, but he was like never quite in the right part of the ring. Mm. And it, it looked a bit like, you know, when you're playing SmackDown and you're like you're trying to get your finisher on someone. And like the, the collision detection goes a bit weird and you can't it doesn't quite <laughs> line you up and you can't quite hit it. It was kind of a bit like that. Yeah. Um <laughs> Eventually, he absolutely murders Kaz with one. Oh, um, he actually took first, his... First, abs- yeah, he sold yeah, it real well. First one, Kaz, like, slid out the ring and then pulled Hangman off the apron. And the second one, didn't he, didn't he, like, just run forearm him and then Hangman, like, pushed him off? Yeah, he was too and close. Then, he was, like, right on the ropes when he, when he jumped and up. Then he, and then, yeah. He just... It looked like he hit it out of nowhere as well. It was really quick how he did it. Um, Hangman wins. After the match, Excalibur again. Asks about a tag team and Kenny like storms off. He's like, "Look, I'm a singles wrestler. I'm not here to talk about a tag team." And you can see Kenny knows that something's coming. And Excalibur's talking to him. He's like, "Fuck up! I need, to, I need to go." And then literally, <laughs> Kenny goes down, goes down the entrance ramp, and then Hangman turns as he's celebrating to see where, like, what Kenny's reaction is to it. And Kenny's gone. And Hangman. Yeah. 
Can he go down the face ramp or the heel ramp? He went down the face ramp. Because he's not quite heel yet. Yeah, he's not there. Yeah, he's just getting there. He's, he's like, yeah, maybe to like the, did, the, the, go, maybe, maybe to the far left of the face ramp. But. He did go. He did go heel ramp for a all out. Though, interestingly, um, uh, if he's, if someone wants to message, I'm saying I've got sunglasses here. I can send over. <laughs> just uh, <laughs> I'll, uh, I've got him on speed. I'll give us a. Yeah, um, I, I I like that though. Slowly. Slowly, like teasing that he's gonna. I, I, I said last week I had a theory. Kenny's gonna come out at all out. Oh, full gear. Sorry, I'm saying all out. It just happened. Full gear, and he's gonna just enter as the cleaner, and everyone's gonna be like, "Fuck!" Like, kind of like Balor did with the demon, where the first time he entered, he just he just entered, and everyone was like, oh, "Fucking hell!" Um, yeah, uh, I, he's, he would have to have new music for it though. Because yeah, his, battle, his battle cry music doesn't go; it wouldn't go with a slow, cleaner look that he does. I'd love, I'd love him to to get the uh, the rights to Devil Sky because that's fucking great. Yes. Um, yeah. And it, the the whole like the whole like build up to it when he answers is fantastic. After this, we've got MJF versus Sean Dean in a squash match. Um, I got a second squash. Um, so yeah. before the match starts. Uh, um, MJF comes out right, and then he starts going around the ring. But hang on, he makes Wardlow take the ring off. Then he gets to the bottom of the ramp, makes Wardlow put the ring back on, and then makes people in the crowd kiss his ring, his his dynamite ring. Yeah. But, you know, not you know, we're not, we're not, JR not that ring. <laughs> and then he would, go ra- he would go around the ring, and then about when he's on the first side. Tony Schiavone goes, um, like, acting surprised, like, oh, look at him, he's going around the whole of the ring. Like, it's on an ad break. You've just said it's on an ad break. He's going to go around the ring to waste time. He's not going to stand there, is he? <laughs> what, what was weird about that for me was the fact that he slapped the shit out of um, NWO Jungle Boy. Um, can't remember his name. Griff Garrison. Who the fuck uh, is Griff Garrison? <laughs> um, nice bit of continuity and, there, though. They're going back to that like little feud they had a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, and then Nakazawa just come from nowhere and squared up to him, and they, they made nothing of it. Yeah, um, he was looking at Nakazawa when he hit Griff. Yeah. MJF, yeah, it was weird. MJF fears Nakazawa. Um, yeah, so... Doesn't know what to get oiled up, you see. You saw what happened to uh, Matt Seidel. Yeah. <laughs> so we get... Um, MJF, Sean Dean, I poke, Fujiwara armbar, tap out, six seconds. Um, and then Wardlow throws Dean out the ring, gets MJF on mic. He says he's an honest man and mocks cheated. He should be, the, be undefeated and AW champion. And he says he is the undefeated, undisputed, uncrowned AW champion. He tells Justin Roberts to declare that for him. And he kind of like does it dead half ass. He goes, no, 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 no. Do it again or Wardlow's going to kill you. Um, and he does, and then MJF teases that he's going to be joining a faction. He says he needs, quote, a wolf pack. A wolf pack. <laughs> if Kevin Nash comes out. He knows right, he, he knows how he knows how to tease the marks, doesn't he? Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I can see him. <laughs> for, 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 for the podcast, I am pointing at myself here. There are, there are, there are almost tears of joy I, rolling down Aaron's face right now. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I can see him being part of Tully's faction. 
I've thought this for a while. He'd been sort of teasing it. I'd love it. He'd have to be the leader, though. He'd have to, whatever faction he's in, he's got to be the main player. Yeah, he's going to be the leader. But he would, he would be the Rick Flair of the group. He'd, he'd be Flair. Be. FTR would be the Minnesota Wrecking Crew, and then Spears would be Sid. Um, Ma- Magnum <laughs> TA. Mongo. Um, <laughs> Mongo. <laughs> um, after this, we got a Ricky Starks package. Taz talking through, like doing the play-by-play thing of Ricky Starks. I, I really like these Taz packs, I do. by the way. It's and, really... And, but, and what, what does it call it on AEW? I, told, I, I didn't like, like it was. Taz, Taz Tactics or something like that. Or, yeah, and, and, I, know, Taz or something, I, I remember it being top tips from Survivor Series 2003. He I don't play, even remember yeah, what the AEW was. He, he plays it totally straight and he's sort of like, he's showing like the little body movements that he does when he does his moves to yeah. make it more effective. He, and he, even, and he's, to, and he's, totally, yeah. he's totally down the middle and then right at the end he's like, and that is why Ricky Starks is going to destroy Darby Allen. Yeah. I, I'm so excited for Ricky Starks, Darby <laughs> Allen. I love them. Love the pair of them. Um, yeah, really good team. Um, after this, we had um, probably, I imagine Big Tasty loved this. So we're going um, to my personal favourite part of the show now because it's Eddie Kingston. It's Eddie Kingston and friends. Whenever Eddie Kingston's um, talking, I'm having a good time. That's just the rules. Do you do you want to run through this? Okay, so Kingston and Co. Well, they haven't got a name. They come out and Eddie <laughs> Eddie said he wants to make a couple, a couple of points. First of all, he says once again that he never lost the battle royal correctly, uh, and then he re- states that they're not a stable or they're or they're not a faction. They're a family. And the family's fight, they go to therapy, blah, blah, blah. And then he weirdly gets the butcher and the blade to drag some jobbers, including Griff Garrison, from well, the crowd. Who the fuck they, is Griff Garrison? Do they not have a name? Do they not have no. a name? Because no. you said not Agents yet. of Chaos. No, That's a shitty that. name, but... <laughs> well, they've not, they've not said it yet. Isn't that... Um, a, no, you said they, they are Agents of Chaos. No, they did say yeah. it. Yeah, they're, they not did the, say they're not the Agents of Chaos. They are Agents of Chaos. Um, so they grab I, Rick Garrison, love... they grab a guy with green hair, they throw him in the ring, the Lucha Brothers do them in. <laughs> he, kept, he kept going, oh, I like your hair, man. And then just batter him. <laughs> All this time, Kingston just sat on the top turnbuckle, just like talking shit while like while these guys are getting the crap beaten out of them. Um, they, they beat them up, they get him out the ring, great. and then Kingston says, right, now we've sorted this little debate out between you know Penta and, and Phoenix then he turns to Blade and is like right now you've got whoa, to get- whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I need to cut you off oh, there okay jump in jump because in because he, he says he says um, Phoenix is ready and then he puts his arm around, around <laughs> yes. it then goes my best friend is ready <laughs> is that because he doesn't know what to call Penta because he's changed his name recently he's got like three different names yeah <laughs> I, I, I love the pencil look made up about it. I was like, yeah. Um, he goes, Butch is ready. And then, he turns to Blade and is like, right, now you've got to get your house in order. QT Marshall's going to die. <laughs> so yeah, presumably he's talking about um, the Blade. The bunny. I, I, want, I want Penta to go full Lucha Underground, break his arm, get a railway spike and fucking stab him in the head. Hey, TV 14, it could happen. You never know. Battle in the bank, mate. It's on. Guy. Full gears when they do the death match, isn't it? Um, so yeah, that that was a that was an awesome promo. Um, anyone who watches BCE, Eddie, Eddie Kingston cut a fucking promo on a cookie this week, and it was incredible. Um, I was almost in tears with it. <laughs> it, was, it, was amazing. it was genuinely amazing. Like he's he, he literally did it to show how good he is at cutting a promo. Um, 
I think he's probably one of the best in, around at the moment at promos. He's that good. Um, great sign by AW, in my opinion. After this, we got the Private Party versus Jericho and Hager. I've just got Private Party, um, brackets, shots, shots, shots. Shots, shots, shots. Ah. Um, you just stub your toe there, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that's, no, that's content. Um, <laughs> that's why people subscribe. Um, so, yeah, uh, Private Party take control at the start. Double Team Hager. Um, eventually, Hager just overpowers them because he's a big fucker. Um, they, hit, comes they, hit, in. they hit a great silly string on him. No, they didn't. No, they did not. No, they did not. Don't. I, I really hope that's sarcasm. It's it's, about, it's probably about as good a silly string as you can hit on someone like Hager. They hit, they hit a desperation silly to, string. They called it. Um, yeah. Hager had to fucking wander him. <laughs> like he had to aim yeah. him towards him. It, it just looked it awful. Would, and then when he had to go back and let him give his time to go over and back again, Hager just went. Oh, oh, wait, 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 my face. Where are they? Their mentor um, got beat up. The head's not in the game, you know. Honestly, that was yeah, the so most awful silly string. If ever. Matt was there, it would have all been fine. <laughs> <laughs> so up, up until the break of this match, um, the heels dominated her. Um, obviously, he had like a little bit of private party at the start, and then Jericho comes in, he starts toying with Mark Wen. What are you going to say, Aaron? You, you've missed things here. The announcement of six-man tag match, right? Moxley and Archer. Now, I was going to be a total mark and I had names down for this and everything. I well, just had one missing. But we'll get on to that when we get I, there. And I did I did write that down, but then they addressed it later in the show, so I thought, oh, fuck it, I'll just, I'll just go to it when they address it. And then... On, what was the other bit? Puff and Lyle Vandegroot and the crowd singing Judas with each other. Yes. Hand in hand. Lyle Megabyte Ronnie, the number 18 in the world, professional eater. You can Google that, it's true. And um, if you don't know who Leo Vandegroot is, it's George of the Jungle, the bad guy in that. <laughs> he, he, ate, he ate two cakes very, very quickly on being the elite because he's a sucker for that lemon glaze. <laughs> And the I was totally entertained. I've still not seen Brian Cage. I'm really excited for it. Um, I did actually write about Judas, though, that every week, Lever Bates giving it a roll is just <laughs> lovely. Dude, it's Judas, so wholesome. Judas is just the greatest gift that Chris Jericho has ever given. For the sure. li- yeah. librarian singing Judas is like the most wholesome thing ever. Um, yeah, so the heel, heels dominate. So, sorry, guys. I'm not having a good night here. <laughs> Yeah. Um, one sec, guys. I'm Apologies. just having some connectivity. I can hear Issues. you. Fine. Um, we, we can hear you. It's just you're, oh, no, I'm fine. You, your videos are lagging a little bit every now and then. But yeah, you might, you, you yeah I, just, I just froze. I, I know what it is. It's me and I keep fucking around. Um, anyway, um, <laughs> so yeah, the heels dominate. Then they hit the really bad silly string on Hager. Uh, Mark Wen has a hot tag. They drop kick while the heels out the ring. Tope on Hager. Springboard crossbody on Jericho for a two. Private party hit poetry in motion on Jericho, and then like a neck breaker stomp combo, which looked really cool. Um, Hager stinger splashes Jericho by mistake, pops up um, Isaiah Cassidy for the top row brana. 
Jericho um, on Jericho, um, Mark Mark Quinn, Cactus Clotheslines, Hager out, Jericho misses the Judas effect, um, roll up attempt two counts, Isaiah misses a Swanton, gets up, eats the Judas effect three, Jericho and Hager win, um, Jimmering on Isaiah Cassidy, and then Mark Quinn comes and just kicks Jericho's head off with an absolutely thunderous uh, Peely. A Peely kick. What do you think of the match, guys? It, it was it was fine. It was. I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't tend to pay that much attention to Jake Hager matches, but it was fine for what it was. Um, yeah. Well, well, it's <laughs> a, a, a couple of tidbits. James, obviously, he's the fucking, he's like the JR of the group, and I'm the JR of the King Waller. I've got all the wee nitty parts. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Basically, you've got JR had Hager in his living room once, but not for long, as his wife walked in and had his feet on the table, so he got kicked it. Something JR stated during this match. And then they do the, what's it called? Poetry in motion? Yep. Yeah. Private party. A page out of Matt Hardy and his brother's page book. I'll mention the competition. There's a lot of words. You can't, you can't mention who the brother is. Jeff Hardy's, Jeff Hardy's dead to all of us. Yeah. Well, Nero. He's just resigned. <laughs> he's just resigned as well. He's, he's, um, he's made his bed. Yeah. That, that Judas effect at the end looked fucking awesome as well. Um, oh, that, that sell. That was yeah. brutal. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed this match. Um, a bit slow off the brakes with the whole heels like dominating from the start, but it was what it was. Yep. I'm as, just, as long I'm, as, as long as like private party gets to show what they can do, which they did to a degree. Um I'm okay a little with bit it. loose here and there, but you know, the the private party, the you know you know what you get with them. The only yeah. issue I've got with this is I'm a bit skeptical of Santana and Ortiz because obviously two teams from the inner circle and the tie team rankings now. Well does that mean that Jericho and Hagar <laughs> are gonna have to fight Santana and Ortiz to climb the rankings? <laughs> Then no, they're not that high up in the rankings. Um, let me get the rankings up. Um, Hang on, I'll grab it on the second one. No worries. Yeah, I don't think but, they're that high up. Uh, I think yeah. the next team they've got to fight is best friends, which is kind of apt after this show. Um, yeah, their official rankings on AEW as of September the sixteenth. We'll go with that. That's yesterday. That's yesterday, so it'd be right. Uh, so tag team rankings, we have no. I can tell you that. Um, Santana Ortiz are ranked at number five. Five. Um, sort of below Q- Jericho and Hager. Cutie Marshall. No, Jericho and Hager aren't ranked. No, they, should, they shouldn't oh. be there. They've had one match. Cutie <laughs> uh, Marshall and Dustin Rhodes are ranked fourth. Interesting. Matt and Nick are ranked third. Uh, Best Friends are second. And Kenny and Hangman are third. Hangman one. How the fuck are the natural nightmares are both proud and powerful? Dude, they've got a 72 record. fucking been with that. Um, <laughs> right. Anyway. We are shitey destroyers and your shitey hairlines and your <laughs> <laughs> absolute men. nonsense. The dad club. <laughs> um, next, we've got one of my favourite matches of the night. It wasn't my favourite because that was the main event. Oh no! Um, if you want to talk about like actual wrestling matches, this was uh, the yeah. best match on the show. Wrestling match wise, this was the match of the night by far and above anything else. Um, I got I got a bit bored of it. Get out. I think putting it on after 
the tag match because they were both yeah. very sort of slow delivery, quite hard hitting. All the matches yeah. on this tour actually were quite slow to start and they built up. Yeah. Um, next, anyway, we got Thunder Rosa versus Ivalice for the NWA women's title. Ivalice um, is the Marty Janae of the two. Can we just say that? <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. Out of out of Ivalice and Diamante? Yes, Diamante is by far the better one. Ivalice killed a man behind the bowling alley. Uh, Diamante tries to steal the spotlight at the end of the show. Well, at the end of this match. So. She does still shit. Um, Gotta say, I, I love I love how the NWA Women's Championship has a picture of Thunder Rosa in the middle of it. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad someone loves it. That's really cool. It, 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 it's I believe it is the original belt they had, um, which is quite cool. Lots of lineage. Um, yeah, it starts off both go for arm, both arm drag one one another, and then they both go for an arm drag at the same time, and kind of like both like bend down Matrix style. Looks kind of cool. Um, Ivalice slaps Rosa and then Rosa kicks the fucking life out of her. <laughs> um, Ivalice slaps Rosa and then Rosa doesn't pay attention to get slapped a second time. Yeah, true then. <laughs> um, I, I tried to gloss over that one, mate. Thanks. Um, it's all right. I've got you, pal. <laughs> Ivalice hits a hurricane runner on Rosa, eats a shotgun dro- drop kick for a trouble. Diamante I- distracts. That shotgun drop kick, by the way. You see, as soon as that started, and Rosa started like Hulkamania and hulking up and fucking old brother and going mental with her tongue sticking it in that. Rosa Maria. Was that I, the move she does where she's in the corner and she kind of jumps and like goes through the ropes? No, just uh, the, no, drop, the, the drop, drop kick, kick into the corner. The chest and it hits her in oh the corner. yeah, yeah. You know, I well, really like I really like that move where she like she's in the corner and she like dives across her and like goes through uh, the rope, through the middle ropes. Yeah. And, like, I think it's like an elbow into her chest or something, and it, it, it's uh, that's real good. Well, as soon as she done that, I just thought it was so vicious. Like there was no enough space for her to actually put her legs straight. That it looked like she was genuinely a bit to shoot on her. There, like, there was it a got bit... to the point it started getting a bit rough. Yeah, there, there was a bit where. Um... Later in the match, where Thunder Rosa grabs Ivalice by her hair, and Ivalice isn't like going quick enough, so she just drags it. Like you see, Ivalice's head just go like that. I was like, oh, fuck no. Um, yeah. Um, he goes to the outside. He goes to the outside. Uh, Thunder Rosa does a really good job of controlling, like the level of the fight. If you know what I mean, mm-hmm. like making sure that yeah. she's always getting the advantage of height, being either high, you having the advantage, or being low and having the advantage. So. Yeah. Um, they, they made a lot of emphasis on um, Sheeda being ringside. They actually had like the camera over Sheeda's shoulder looking at it. They did a brawl outside for a bit where they were chopping each other. Um, and it was see, right what, see whilst you're on that, see at the start, I don't think she was looking at Rosa. I think she was looking at the title when it was off her. Who's Sheeda? Yeah. Well, I've, I've got something in my notes about that at the end. Oh, sorry. Um, Apologies. <laughs> thanks, mate. Uh, um, uh, you spoiled the finish of the match. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, they, they stiffed the shit out of each other. Um, Ivelisse goes for a springboard. Rosa hits a DVD. Um, two count. Ivelisse goes for a finisher, which is like the rolling kick. Two counts. Ivalice hits the ropes. I, I think this finish was botched a bit. She goes for a head scissors, and it looks like Thunder Rose is trying to get her for the Thunder Driver, which is a finisher, which is like the modified Michinoku Driver. And Ivalice just isn't getting in position, so Thund- Thunder Rosa transforms into the Thunder Taker 
and hits a tombstone and wins the match. Um, right. Okay. After the match, Diamante uh, attacks Rosa. She either makes the save, picks up the NWA women's title and stares at it for a while and then hands it, reluctantly hands it over to Rosa. I would not be surprised at all if we get Rosa versus Sheeda for the NWA title. Um, and then we have... I'm just clarifying here. Right, I did not mean to say this for the whole Sheeda looking at the title. I meant at the start before the match started. No, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. They were trying to give the impression that she was looking at Rosa, I, but yeah, but obviously the, the, yeah. the sort of storytelling is that actually she's, she wants the belt. Yeah, I, don't, I, I don't know whether they'll do a title v title. That's risky. It depends yeah, how I don't, I don't, the partnership I don't think, is. I, I don't think that would really help anybody. Either, I, to be I, fair. Think, I think they might do like um, the next one. I think it'll be she they're going after the NWA women's title. Um, if, they, if they did that and at then, an NWA show, that would be incredible as well. Yes, I would love Well, that. they've started again, haven't they? Yeah. yeah. They have ish. Ish. They've got well, um, they've got four four weeks of TV pay per views and then gonna see where, where they go from there. Hopefully they do get to the pay per view soon because I do miss it so much. Um after this we've got Miro pumping iron. Oh look at all well, that weight, man. Just look at all that weight. Huh? Look at all that weight that he was lifting. There's so much weight. It's literally what he said. <laughs> yeah. Um Penelope given or Penelope, as Booker T says, giving Miro the fuck me eyes. Um, and <laughs> Kip's just like talking about Miro, and then Miro gets up dead pumped, like, I want to get in the ring. And then Kip's like, Whoa, we've got something to do first. Yeah, I'm so sorry, my friend. We've got a bachelor party to plan. And um, then they all high five, and that's uh, it. And then they talk some hot um, Call of Duty Warzone tactics as well. <laughs> They do. Um, they they put a video up of them playing Warzone this week. I still haven't watched it. They talk about like um, apparently they go for the wrong game. Kip goes for the wrong gun, and Miro's the pro. You know, he's the pro gamer. And <laughs> they talk about about how he can improve. I, I love this. I think it's brilliant. I just, am hi- I am hype AF for whatever the bachelor party ends up being. Yes. Um, after this, we've got Lance Archer out. He murders a load of jobbers. Oh, a jobber, sorry. Yeah, he I just picks one out of the crowd and like okay. throws him in the ring. Yeah. And the crowd it's the same guy with the blue hair, isn't it? No, he's got a little No, it's some guy head. with a mask, guy. Yeah. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, my bad. It's like alternative um, universe of Pentagon. <laughs> <laughs> Alternate attire, right. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, Jake cuts a promo about um, it being a tag team, six-man tag next week, and sometimes you've got to get in bed with the devil and all this bollocks. Taz comes out. Um, I'm glad you understood that because I fucking didn't. He? Yeah, uh, it took me a, La- a couple of watches. Um, uh, Lance Archer got <laughs> in the mic after. His voice is so good. Like, why is yeah. he not on the mic more? He doesn't because need he's Jake. got Jake Roberts as his manager. He doesn't need fucking Jake. Jake's weird, Jake's weird sex metaphors. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so Taz basically says. Cage and Starks will help Archer if Cage gets the title shot at once Archer wins the belt. Archer says, yeah, that'll be like Godzilla vs. King Kong, blah, blah, blah. Um, Mox comes out and you see a guy with like a mask on and a hoodie behind Mox, sort of creeping. And I was like, I was, he Starks. I didn't even see him. And I was I was thinking I, to myself, he just came out the same place where that fan tried to run at him. What's yeah, the odds I, on a fan running at him? And then all I was of a sudden a grind away. Because he was the centre of the shot. I didn't so even like, see him. 
Yeah. So it's like that's definitely Ricky Starks. Um, yeah, Ricky Starks crawls over. Um, over well, a, a masked, a masked intruder who looks like an AW yeah. fan grabs Moxley from behind. I and was then, genuinely worried of it. Like, oh my god, then, is someone actually Brian done Cage it? comes out of absolutely nowhere. Yeah, and uh, annihilates him with like yeah. I, don't, I don't know what he hit him with, just with his body. He just they, flies they through. They threw Mox through an actual crate. Um, <laughs> was it? It was what a rope, the rope crate or something. Oh, and in, in case you're worried, in case you're worried, the fan takes off his mask and reveals that it is is in fact absolutely yeah. Ricky Starks. Absolutely, Ricky Starks. They were, they, the were doing, they were doing a thing, and then Will Hobbs runs up. Will dressed, Hobbs? I put two exclamation marks next to this. I was that excited. Yeah, Will Hobbs, big money. Will Hobbs comes up um, um, with a shirt. Like, I can only describe as Mark Henry from the nineties. Um, you can, you bright... can call him. You can call him Ram Power. Will Hobbs is Ram what Power. his name was. Ram Ooh, Power. Okay. Um, yeah, comes makes the save. Mox does a promo. He really puts over Will Hobbs. He goes, "Yeah, yeah, that's my partner, but I need another man." And he goes, "Darby Allen, you're watching at home." Darby and Allen's the third man, brother. Knows um, him to get his axe to Jacksonville next week because he's got a match. Yeah. After this, we've got the main events of the um, evening. I'd, actually, before that, we got an announcement for the TNT Championship for next yeah. week, um, which is Brody Lee versus Orange Cassidy. Yeah, next week. We also got um, Thunder Rosa and Shida versus Evil East and Diamante. That, ma- that, that match is going to yeah. be mad. That's going to be like chasing a spider around your house with a hammer. As d- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, it, he's only got to hit it once and then it's all over but what a, what, yeah. what a chase it's going to be it's going to be yeah. mental I'm looking forward to that um, so the main event we've got Proud and Powerful versus the best friends at a parking lot fight this was fucking incredible right I was, was so hyped for amazing. this I didn't I didn't even write notes for this I was too I, intrigued I had, I had to, to watch just, it three times first, to be able to get first all my notes first written. were P&P were they dressed as the Baseball Furies and the Warriors they were dressed as dead presidents. They had like they had like the, the sort of skeleton face mask. Yeah, face I thought uh, that. I just said Tony... to myself, "Reverse gollywogs." That's what I said, but that's a bit. Because <laughs> like they, um, they normally they normally wear the pinstripes, don't they? Because they're Yankees fans. Yeah, they yeah, were just like, plain um, white. And then the one time they have the, the makeup, that they could be the baseball furies. They don't have the pinstripes, and I, I don't I don't understand that. Um, Tony Schiavone made a reference. Uh, there's a film called Dead Presidents, and they wear that face paint. I think it was a reference. Ah, right. to that. Cool. Also, because PMP when they debuted, they had the masks of um, yes, of ex presidents. Um, yeah, it looked that looked great though, um, especially when some blood got involved. Um, so I've just made some notes here. Shook through Santana into a, a wind mirror. In like in like the mirror. first thirty seconds, it was insane. <laughs> um, he threw Santana into a wing mirror. Santana was bust open immediately. And it wasn't like a little bit of blood. It was like half his fucking no, face. It, like blood. literally, like ninety um, seconds in, and like half these guys are bleeding hard. Way. Well, be, because yeah. he had his white, because he had his white face paint on, you could clearly see it, like running down his face. Yeah. Um, Ortiz is thrown in under the bonnet of a car, and the Trent's just slamming the shit out of it on him. And yeah. um, Chuck does a sent on onto the bonnet with Ortiz underneath it. Trent does one too. That looked horrible. Um, Santana gets his little flicky button thing out 
and takes out both of the best friends. He then does a catapult on Trent underneath the bed of a, fl- of a pickup truck, which again looked horrible. Uh, these, are, and these are all real cars, by the way. Like, yeah. Yeah, they're but not. Also, not Tony Khan tweeted after this match, they did this in one take, which is one take. Um, well, if you watch it, there's no cuts. No. Yeah. Ortiz throws a sledgehammer at Chuck and barely misses him. Yeah. And it like embeds into the <laughs> It goes the through wind. a windscreen. Yeah. Um, then PMP hit a suplex frog splash combo onto the car roof, onto Chuck. Um, so no, at some point Ortiz gets like a, a scoop shovel and just brains both of the best friends with it yeah and Trent gets caught above his eye after that yeah um, mental Trent, Trent leans a door against the car and spears Ortiz through it oh Ortiz's arms like straight away bleeding from that he also just before that he puts a piece of plywood over the back of the pickup truck and it doesn't get yeah. it, the, the action gets taken away mysteriously yeah I love that um yeah, Santana picks up part of the door and just starts battering Chuck with it and then slams him into a car. Um, Chuck spine busts Santana onto the front of a car. Ortiz hits Trent with the shovel and busts Trent up, up above his eye. Um, that was after Trent went for a reverse DDT off the... Yeah, onto the concrete. Uh, like a tornado DDT. Concrete. Ortiz pushes him off, picks it up and just goes, whack. Um, Chuck, super... Chuck, in the meantime, had been putting a fucking guardrail on the front of a car, suplexed yeah. up, he's onto it. Um, Santana hits Trent, breaks a two-by-four over Trent. There was, Trent a lot of, there was a lot of really Twice. good, like, breaking wood over people's back spots. Yeah. They were, that looked really, um, that the noise was really satisfying, like, when it hit. Yeah. And then Ortiz powerbombs Trent onto, a, um, roo- onto the roof of a car, and then straight after Proud and Powerful, Powerbomb Trent through the windshield of a car and Trent's back's just fucked. Oh, God. Yeah. The concrete on the floor. The concrete on the floor after literally a couple of minutes of Trent being on the floor. Was with just yeah. blood puddles at our way. Mental. Yeah. Um, Chuck, Chuck makes a save, chokes Santana with a baseball bat, smashes another two by four over Ortiz, and then gets back body dropped onto a wheelie bin, which sounded horrible. Yeah, that wasn't good. The show trends back again at this point. It was fucking pouring with blood. Um, Santa, Santana puts Chuck against the car, punches him a lot, pulls out a lead pipe, and then Orange Cassidy comes out the boot of the car that Chunk's leaning on um, and hits the orange punch with a chain wrapped around his hands and knocks Santana out. Just for good measure, because why not? Um <laughs> Chuck then pile drivers Santana onto the bonnet of a car. Um, and then <laughs> Why Trent not, hey, why not? And then in the meantime, in the background, Trent and Santana have been fighting on, and Ortiz, sorry, have been fighting on top of the pickup truck. Trent hits a reverse tombstone off the truck through the board that he'd set up earlier on the back of a truck. The best friends win. I believe they call it... Holy the, fucking they it the, shit. They call it the Crunchy? Or something yeah. along, yeah, and it, it's like so. If you haven't seen it, he's like got him in like an, an Alabama slam um, hold, yeah. pretty much. But his head's like his head's like through his legs, and then he just and kneels he down, t- tucks her legs under the arms, and yeah, yeah. on his shoulders, yeah. and then he and then his, his legs like in his crotch basically, and he just like sit kneels down so that his head is like. I mean, it's it's all um, fine, but yeah, it, it, yeah. Looks, it looks yeah. horrible. It's probably quite safe, but it looks horrible. 
it looked that looked really horrible that fucking yeah. one um, and then he goes and then because he's already down because he's been compressed he, he can pin him without moving and he just like gets yeah. to count and then, yeah. yeah absolutely uh, after the match um, Sue's van's been fixed must have a good insurance claim uh, and she picks the boys up she honks a horn so a couple uh, of things here so first of all Orange Cassidy calls shotgun and gets in the front yeah, he goes to the front. Trent, and then the only thing a, I can think a really of is... a nice bit where Trent like, lent in and told his mum he was all right, which was Yeah, lovely. but then he um, gets into the car and just sits on the upholstery with yeah. all that blood pissing out of his back. Blood pissing at his back, eh? She's going to have to get <laughs> yeah, in. Yeah, she's going to have to fucking... You know, you put a bag down or something. Um, <laughs> she's she's going to drive forward. She might give him a blanket or a coat or something I, to put on. Or... I, I imagine she's Tony Khan's going to that car reupholstered for Sue. Um She's and then, and then the home. shot, the shot of the entire. She picked, she night. picks them up, takes them for pizza and ice cream. Stops the car, puts a hand out the window, flips the bed, the middle finger, to proud and powerful, and then drives off into the night. And it was just per- it, it summed that match up, the whole feud up perfectly. I thought it was fucking brilliant. I absolutely adored this match. Um, it was like, it was it was like legit PvP P, uh, PvP quality. Like yeah. a proper, pr- you pay for that much, and there it is yeah. on TV. Mick Mick Foley said it was one of the best street fights he's ever seen. Um, yeah, Twitter afterwards as well. Um, and yeah, I'd, I'd be inclined to agree. I, I, and a lot, a lot of the time, people talk about instant classics. I think that's the match that I could go and watch whenever I want, and still be as invested in it as I was the first time around. And it, it just feels like it just feels like the benefit of of AEW only doing the four pay per views a year is that they can yeah. this, they can take these feuds which otherwise wouldn't have time to breathe and they can put them in between like this is a secondary feud it wouldn't have this goes all the way back to when this effectively this goes all the way back to when Orange Cassidy was in the bathroom when Piranha Powerful got in a promo like a year ago yeah and it's just bubbled away the whole time and it and then it just spiked up. In, in recent weeks and it, it built it to this massive crescendo on Dynamite and they built to deliver it perfectly yeah it was an absolutely fantastic match um, what do you think of it Aaron? I really enjoyed it I, I don't think it's like I'm absolutely 10 out of 10 would go watch it again constantly but I did really enjoy it it, it was yeah. I, I, it's hard to explain I really really enjoyed it but there was a lot of just smang like I'm a death match guy. I love <laughs> people smang. So it was a bit with tame for you. <laughs> Aye, yeah. It's just I get a, that, but yeah, it was, it, it's still considering it, how it like felt... how upset people got at the Kenny Omega um, Moxie one. Mm. It, obviously, in, in a way of doing a, a death match style. That is my that is my it, favorite AEW match so far. Is that. Lights out match. Ah, uh, yeah. I was. It, de- it definitely felt consistently entertaining, which is what I enjoyed about it. Um, and yeah, it's, just, it's little things I, that we take for granted, like when you watch it, like the, the, all the moving parts just worked. Like there was never a moment where they were in the wrong place, or they had to switch spots, or they had to like go to the other guy. Everyone was hitting their shit on the button all the way yeah. through it, which was really impressive. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that was AW Dynamite. Um, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, as we said at the top of the podcast, don't excuse me. Don't forget to check out um, Grapple with this with Murphy Rhodes to um, see a different take on this. And if you'd like um, a more what, what's the word? More con- considered take, <laughs> more, more structured, um, le- less less um, 
wild. Um, if you if you would like more one man gang as opposed to um, the end of men on a mission. <laughs> <laughs> then there you go. Um, in all seriousness, he does some fucking awesome stuff on his podcast. He, he reviews um, Dynamite Dark pay-per-views. Uh, we'll probably be doing something with them somewhere down the line at some point. Um, yeah, check it out. Grapple with this on anywhere where podcasts are available. Uh, also, big shout-out to Ben from Top Rope. Thank you again for joining us. Um, once again, guys, thanks for having me. It's, uh, it's always yeah. a pleasure. Um, welcome back anytime, my friend. Um Make sure to check out his beer at toprobrewing.com. Is that right? Toprobrewing.com, yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Um, some if you don't, beer. I'll come to your house. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've, just, uh, I've just devoured uh, Cold Stone Cream Austin, but yeah. Thanks, guys. Um, take care. Peace out.